Hi, and welcome to Anything But Glamorous, the podcast. This show is a combination of people's stories, guest experts, and my own ramblings on all things personal discovery and self-care, boundaries, burnout, mental health struggles, invisible illness, and everything in between. My name is Christine Lenzberg, health enthusiast turned IBS coach, now working to break the stigmas around all these things that are, well, less than glamorous. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Okay, let's talk about feelings, or rather feeling your feelings. Rage, anger, sadness, fear, despair, all of the juicy ones that we are so eager and so love to suppress and push away and reject and like quick, just think of something, like put on a fun movie or a fun song so you don't have to feel sad or, you know, get out and run, like run away from your anger so you don't have to feel it, so you don't have to sit with it because it's so freaking uncomfortable, right? Eat some chocolate cookies to, you know, suppress and push away the loneliness that you might be feeling that you're trying so desperately not to feel because it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to feel your feelings. We don't want to do it. We have all of these brilliant ways to like distract ourselves to make sure that we don't have to feel what it is that's actually there because let's face it, it's uncomfortable. It's scary. It's you know, maybe something you've been told is not okay, you know, it's not okay to have those feelings, you know, and just know that you're, if you're resonating with this, it's not your fault because society teaches us this, right? It teaches us that it's not socially acceptable to be angry or be sad or, you know, and we've been taught this from we were very little, right? Maybe you've been told things like, you know, stop crying or I'll give you something to cry about or, you know, wipe those tears off your face or, you know, if you're having a conversation with someone or you find yourself in a situation where you're crying in front of someone, our default response, all of us, is to be like, oh no, don't cry, you know, don't cry, don't, don't, please stop crying, you know, I, I don't know if you've been told this by, you know, maybe a partner in the past, I know I have, because people are uncomfortable around those kinds of emotions, because we don't know how to deal with them, it's uncomfortable, it's scary, all of these things come back up, so however you're feeling about and responding to your own emotions is also how you're going to be responding to other people who are having those emotions, right? So if you're not comfortable feeling your own feelings and handling your own emotions, then you're not going to be comfortable with being around someone else doing that too, because you don't know how to deal with it, right? So it's really important that we talk about this and learn about this of how we can, <laughs> sorry about that motorbike <laughs> aggressively driving past the window he probably hasn't been feeling his emotions lately but uh, yeah it's really important that we learn how to deal with these feelings because if not they can build up they can you know get stronger and then turn into something uh you know a lot less manageable right but i think it's so interesting you know the different meanings that we attach to these feelings. Like I was having a conversation with a friend of mine the other day about this and we were talking about how, you know, we, how we have such different 
perspectives or definitions on, let's say, crying. You know, you're kind of taught that crying is bad, right? And so most of my life I've been, and probably this resonates because I know a lot of people are dealing with this, is like, if you cry, you're immediately like, oh, sorry, you know, you're, you're crying, you're sad, you're expressing what you're feeling, and yet you're apologizing for yourself, right? For your, um, however you're perceiving whatever you're going through, and you're apologizing for yourself. So you're rejecting yourself. You're essentially saying that what I'm feeling is not okay. So you're just kind of adding to what you've been taught uh, how you've been raised to think that it's not okay to feel those emotions, right? And the more we do this, the harder it is to swap it, switch it into something else. So we may apologize for ourselves. We may apologize for crying. We may be like, you know, I used to always like, you know, just like swallow the tears, right? Swallow that lump in your throat that you feel is building, um, swallow the sadness, just make it disappear. Like you just push it down for as long as you can, you know, at any cost, um, just don't cry, right? Don't express what you're really feeling because it's bad. It's not okay. It's not safe. It's not accepted. Hold back those tears. Don't let them see you cry, you know? And imagine if you said that to a little kid, and a lot of people are told that, you know, like, I don't have kids myself, but I definitely remember it. And I've also seen other kids being told this, like, if a child is sad, and I know that kids cry for all kinds of <laughs> seemingly stupid reasons, right? But if a, cry, if a child cries and you yell at the kid or tell them to stop crying, it's not like they're, maybe they will like, swallow their tears and like stay silent with it. But it's not like whatever they were crying for suddenly isn't there anymore, or isn't an issue anymore, or isn't real anymore. It's just that they're keeping it inside. And then it builds and festers, right? So this is what we're going to talk about today, how to get rid of that and change that so that you can move through those emotions. And I know it's easier said than done, but we will walk, you know, through some tools that I've been working on with this, because what has been so interesting lately is that I really did feel like crying was bad, right? It wasn't something that I was comfortable with doing, and it wasn't something that I was ever kind of felt free to do, right? And then I started this, you know, self-exploration journey, and I started working with a coach who was guiding me through this. And now... And this is what was so interesting with this conversation with my friend was that now I see crying as a release. I see crying as liberation. I see crying as freedom, you know, healing, because it allows you to let go and move through what it is that you're feeling and not just hold on to it constantly. So you keep reliving it, right? And it's so funny, a friend of mine said to me the other day, she was like, you cry all the time. And I was like, you know, if someone had said that to me in the past, I would probably feel very self-conscious about it. But this time I was like, yeah, I do. And I kind of felt proud. I was like, yeah, I'm releasing a lot of shit right now. So yeah, I am crying all the time. And 
previously, I would probably also have been feeling like, oh my God, why am I stuck in this sadness? Why am I stuck in this depression? Why can't I move anywhere? Like I'm always sad. I'm always crying. But now I see that I'm moving through it, right? So I'm moving through the sadness. I'm not stuck in it because I'm leaving that shit in the past as I'm moving through it. So I think that's, you know, such a more empowering way to see it. And also, ah, it's relieving, man, to just finally be allowed to express the realness of everything that you are, you know, that's freeing and liberating. So when you move through this sadness, move through these emotions and allow yourself to feel them, they pass. Now, I don't know if you, you're aware of this or you've heard this analogy before, but emotions are like waves, right? So imagine you're in the water, you're in the ocean and it's, the waves are coming in and you're fighting it. You're like trying to push them away. You're like fighting, you're uh, rejecting it, you're resisting, Right. And that is a losing game, my friend, because the waves are powerful, the ocean is powerful, and you can't win that battle, right? So eventually you're going to lose and you're going to surrender. But imagine instead if you're in the water and the waves are coming and you flow with them, you surf them, you allow them to move as they want, allow them to be there as they are, and then eventually... They just flow past you, right? They move through you. And emotions are the same thing. If you reject them, they build, they get stronger, they exhaust you, creates burnout, you know, because they are there, you know, even if you try to push them down, you can't see them, they are there. So as much as you can float with them without the struggle, without resisting, eventually those waves move through you and disappear. And the thing with pushing these emotions down and pretending them they're not there, I kind of see emotions like seeds, you know, like if you're in your garden and you, you, you know, dig a hole and put a seed in and then you cover it with dirt and then you, or soil, and then you can't see it anymore, right? But the seed is there, it's growing, right? So it's the same thing with emotions. Like imagine if you're like digging down that seed of anger, right? Inside yourself, you're pushing it down. Every time it kind of bubbles up, you're like, no, 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 can't feel that. Let me push it back down. And then you push it down, you reject it, you struggle, you, you resist it, but it's, it keeps growing. It keeps building and building and building until it gets to the surface as this seed that's growing and then it explodes. And by the time it gets to that point, it has become something completely different, maybe even dangerous, right? For yourself or others, like with that amount of suppressed anger that's suddenly coming to the surface. I don't know if you're the person who has like holes in the wall from like punching and destroying your, your house uh, from the anger or you're like have a blowout with a friend or your partner or your kid you know, or you hurt yourself in some kind of way, like all of these things can happen when you're suppressing those feelings, right? So by distracting yourself, by, you know, restraining yourself, just taking a deep breath and, you know, trying to think of something else, um, 
you never allow yourself to release this so it keeps growing. And this can manifest as physical pain too, like someone who's, you know, holding on to a lot of anger, there's a lot of tension in that, right? And that can manifest as chronic back pain, you know, migraines, chest pain, um, someone who's holding a lot of, you know, unexpressed sadness or unresolved trauma or things like that, maybe experiencing things like, you know, stomach problems. Like one of the things that I work with a lot is IBS, irritable bowel syndrome. And that's something that can definitely come from unexpressed emotions because imagine how much tension you're holding that there. And as that tension grows, you are, you know, your, your stress grows and you're constantly in this fight or flight mode where if you're in fight or flight mode, you're just basically fighting for your life, right? And your digestive system can't function optimally because in a fight or flight situation, your digestive system is not an essential task. So your body shuts it down, right? So all of these are things that can be um, manifestations from holding on to these strong emotions because everything is connected. Your mental state, your physical body, all of this is connected. So to take care of your physical health, you also need to take care of your mental health. And to take care of your mental health, you need to be able to have healthy outlets and healthy ways of processing these emotions. Oh, and another really important thing about this is holding on to emotions can lead to burnout because it's exhausting. It's exhausting holding on to all of these feelings and never letting them go. And I'm definitely going to do a whole episode, if not multiple, on burnout because that's something that I've experienced um, several times in my life. And it's a sticky, sticky situation. And once you've done it once, um, you know, you need a lot of time to recover from that. So I know that this is something that a lot of people are struggling with these days. Everybody's burnt out. Everybody's exhausted. And... um, I don't blame us because the world is a shit show. But yeah, that's also another episode. (laughs) So, um, but this was reminding me about this book I read that Emily Nagoski wrote. It's called, I highly recommend reading this if you're someone who is feeling burnt out or exhausted a lot and struggling with that. It's called Burnout, The Secret to Unlocking the Stress Cycle unlocking the stress cycle. (laughs) Um, And in this book, she talks about how emotions are like tunnels. And there's a lot of visual examples here of emotions today. So pick the ones that resonate for you. But I really like this one for explaining, you know, the process and the importance of Um, moving through these emotions, right? So emotions are like tunnels. And she says, if you go all the way through them, you get to the light at the end. Exhaustion, exhaustion happens when we get stuck in the middle, when we get stuck in an emotion. So let's get unstuck because we don't want to be stuck in that tunnel. Let's talk about some ways in which we can move through the tunnel, um, of our emotions and get to the light because, you know, we all want to find that release and we don't want to be stuck in that stuckness and that heaviness and that, you know, all of that frustration and built up tension. So 
and I'm sure you've also heard this before, like it's a lot of like stuff on social media right now. People are like, oh, you know, feel your emotions. It's okay to feel your feelings, blah, blah, blah. And maybe you're like, yeah, great. But like how? Like it sounds so simple, but it doesn't feel simple because we are programmed to handle them in this way, like reject them, push them away, right? As soon as, as quick as possible, right? So let's talk about it. So one of the things that has been the most just completely life altering thing that I've ever done <laughs> is to work with my coach, Dominique Drew. Um, she's amazing. And man, the work that I've done with her, like it's, it's, a completely different episode and it could probably be like a 10 hour <laughs> chat because it's a lot um so much growth so many realizations and so much moving through emotions that's one of the main things that we've been working on because i have also been an expert at suppressing everything 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 so it's been a real learning experience for me to uh, get into a different way of dealing with these things. And I want to share it with you. Um, so for moving through our emotions all the way, um, the first thing is you got to let the anger out because we don't want that to be building. So stop holding it in. It's not good for you or anyone else in your life. Um, it can create a lot of explosive and unnecessary outbursts and issues for you in your life if you just keep stuffing it back down. So let's not do that anymore. Okay. Promise. <laughs> All right. So Dominique's top recommendation for releasing anger is to use a tennis racket and you hold it with both hands and then you kind of smash it as hard as you can over your head and down on the bed and make sure, because this is always one of my biggest fears when doing this exercise is that my cat will have climbed underneath the sheets or something. And I'd be like, oh no, I can't even think about that. So make sure that there are no pets or kids or anything else around when you're doing this so that you can express and do this safely. Um, but this is huge for releasing uh, that stuckness and that anger. And another way, if you need to be like a little bit more discreet or something, or you have, you know, roommates or neighbors close by or something like that, either go to your car if you have one and scream, or you can scream like um, into a pillow or like fold your jumper and like... <laughs> <laughs> scream into that may make you cough may make you laugh may make you cry and then you feel those feelings too <laughs> either way you gotta let that shit out because you don't want to keep it inside anymore right so whenever you're feeling a strong emotion just look at it don't push it away don't try to change it or reject it or fix it um just look at it try to identify the shape of it the texture the size the color where it is in your body like does it sit in your chest is there like a stuckness there is it round is it square is it like a line is it like a knife is it you know like is it 
uh, a smooth surface? Is it uh, a bubbly surface? The way to do this is to acknowledge that it's there, right? And by examining and getting curious about the shape and the color and all of this kinds of stuff, you're saying to that thing, okay, I see that you're here. Uh, I acknowledge that you're here. I can see that you're this shape and this color, blah, blah, blah. And by acknowledging that, sometimes that's all this thing needs to just be acknowledged. So try to identify that where it sits in your body, feel into it and ask what it needs. Like when you've established that kind of relationship, I know this sounds like super weird and Honestly, like I really thought that it was super weird as well at first when I started doing this, but trust me, it works. And that's why I wanted to share it with you because, you know, it's completely life altering. And if you start to do this regularly, it will set you free. And I'm not going to lie, this stuff is not easy, you know, and I'm not an expert. I'm still learning and it's probably going to be, you know, a lifetime to master this completely because it's a constant thing of learning as you go and integrating and then learning more and then integrating um, so you know it's it's challenging but it's so empowering and it's so relieving once you start to feel the effects of it so I really hope that this is going to help you as much as it has helped me and even from where I'm at now, I just know how impactful this has been for my life, which is why I wanted to share this. And once you start to kind of nip, nip these feelings in the bud, they get less intense, right? Because the sooner you can get to them, the less time they have to build and the easier it is to move through them, right? So, you know, it doesn't allow them anymore to grow out of control and become completely unmanageable because you're like on it. You're like, yes, I know what to do. I have this exercise. Uh, Christine told me to go smash my bed if I'm angry or cry it out or, you know, allow myself to cry and feel the, feel the tears and feel the fears and whatever it might be. And you know what to do, right? So you don't feel so powerless anymore in this situation. Just imagine this visual whenever they come, allow yourself to surf them, allow yourself to flow with them um, and don't resist them. Just get curious about what they are, how they are, how they look and why they're there, you know? And if you feel like this is a little bit scary because I know that it can probably feel scary, especially if you've had, you know, if this is a completely new thought or if you have, you know, years and decades of like, suppressed emotions that you've been holding on to and never allowed yourself to release yeah I totally understand it's scary to you know finally change that and release it and those darkest heaviest things inside they can be they can be heavy to to look at right so if you feel like you need support with this of course go and do it with a therapist or reach out to Domini obviously ask for help so you don't have to do it alone if you don't feel like you're ready for that or comfortable with that. Um, but also remember this, they say that emotions actually only last for 90 seconds if you don't hold on to them uh, or start spinning around with thoughts in your head to like make them stronger. 90 seconds. I was reading an article about this, about like processing emotions. And one of the people who were interviewed was this brain scientist called Jill Bolt Taylor. I hope I'm pronouncing her right name correctly. 
Um, and she was talking about our ability to regulate that neurological um, process that she calls the 90-second rule. And she says, when a person has a reaction to something in their environment, there's a 90-second chemical process that happens. Any remaining emotional response is just the person choosing to stay in that emotional loop. So the way that you do this is, let's say you're feeling a wave of emotions and instead of feeling that and, and allowing that and moving through that, you hook onto it with your thoughts and then you start spinning around in your thoughts in your head and you're like, oh yeah, this person did this or, or I'm so sad about this that happened and you keep spinning it and you keep finding new things to be sad about and new things and new things. And you're not actually in the actual emotion, which is in your body. You're in your head, right? So what she's saying here, at least from my interpretation, is that as long as you don't hook onto those and start spinning around and create, creating a way to, you know, stay in that emotional loop, it only takes 90 seconds to pass. So... I always try to remind myself this, if something feels like too much or too intense, I tell myself, look, let's go. We can do this. I can do 90 seconds of this. And if I know that it only takes 90 seconds, I can allow myself to fully feel it and fully be in it and almost like try to make that pain as big as possible because I know that it's such a short amount of time. Be like, show me what you got. Let's do this, <laughs> right? And then I sit with it and I feel it all until it passes. And it passes. So if all else fails, try this 90-second rule. Um, do it with 90-second stints. Experiment with it. Try to play with it. Test yourself. And remember that it's just 90 seconds. And you can do this because you've handled a lot worse than this before. Um... At least for me, that feels a little bit less overwhelming and scary. Uh, so one small step at a time and one small piece, an emotion at a time, and it really will set you free if you start doing this regularly. So I really, truly hope that this helps. Um, I hope you try it out. And I would love if you share with me how it goes, like tag me on social media, or you can also contact me directly through my Instagram. You can find the contact information below in the show notes. And if you feel like what I've been talking about in this episode just really resonates with you and maybe you want to work directly with my coach, Domini, you can find her contact information and a link uh, to book a call with her in the show notes. So make sure to uh, take advantage of that and get the help uh, if you feel like you need more support in you know going through this work because it can be tricky to do on your own. So I just really hope this helps. I know that this has been so huge for me in my own personal journey. And so that's why I want to share these things because I just know how massive of an impact it can have on your health, on your mental health, physical health, your relationships, your work, your life, your friendships, everything. And most of all, just for yourself to feel like you can fucking handle this world <laughs> because it's a lot sometimes. So having good tools to 
you know, support you in navigating this crazy wild roller coaster ride is really helpful because it allows you to feel like, although you can't control everything, um, most things you can't control, you can't control, um, but you can control your own responses to things. You can control how you relate to things and you can also support yourself in the best way possible by using tools like this, allowing yourself to release so that you have more to give because imagine when you're walking around with all of this tension, all of this sadness, all of this anger, all of this fear. Oh man, it's heavy, right? And it makes you more snappy. It makes you more aggressive. It makes you more, you know, like you feel like you're always on edge, right? That's how I have always been feeling most of my life and it's changing and it's so freaking liberating. So I want that for you. <laughs> so if you feel like this resonates and you want to do this work, but you're feeling overwhelmed or you need a guide or someone to support you um, and walk you through it, I'll be happy to chat with you to see if there's something that I can support you with, or I can refer you to people like Domini or other people who are specializing in this work. So feel free to send me a DM on Instagram, or you can email me at christine at christinelensberg.com and we can set up a call and hash it all out together. All right, that's it for this episode. Make sure to tune in for next week because it's going to be a juicy one uh, with a guest. And as always, if you have inputs on topics that you would love for me to address here or a guest that you would love to for me to have on here or if you would like to share your own story of anything unglamorous that's going on in your life, uh, your personal growth, any health issues, anything else that your your relationship issues or anything that you've been struggling with that you feel like you want to share some knowledge around, please reach out to me. I would love to hear your story. And if there are specific topics that you would love support on, also please reach out so I can make sure to create content that is helpful for you. I will see you in the next episode. And if you found this helpful, please share with a friend or on social media so we can help spread the word uh, and the support to as many people as possible. And if you have a couple of minutes to leave me a review, I would be super grateful because that's how we can share this out to those who need it. So I hope that's helpful and I will see you in the next episode.